Okay. I was waiting for it to tell me that the audio was recording, but I did not hear anything funny. So here <laughs> we'll we assume, are. <laughs> yeah, we'll assume that it's already started. All right. Welcome back to Young Flirty and Not Thriving. We're here with a special guest. We have our friend Kaylin. Kaylin's an internet friend for me, but she knows Rainy much better. IRL. So, yes, IRL <laughs> friend. <laughs> but uh, Kaylin, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little about yourself, your podcast that you have, what you're doing, where you're at. Yeah, sure. So um, my, as Haley said, I'm Kaylin. I have a podcast called Tea Time Thoughts where I talk about all things history, literature, music, art, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, just It's just a nice casual place to learn about something new. And I am currently over in London right now. I'm working on getting my master's degree in museum and gallery management. And um, it's it's been fun so far. Oh, and there's another podcast that I've been helping with called The Midnight Snack. It's a uh, like a murder mystery spoof podcast. So it's, it's you know, it's a if you were to mix like a true crime podcast with a comedy podcast, something kind of like that, or a mockumentary sort of thing, it's you know, it's a good time. It's fun. And for those of you who are able to listen to our first guest that we had in season one, How Do You Survive Your 20s? That podcast, we were actually able to meet them through Caitlin. So we're we'll excited to finally, yeah, to finally have <laughs> <Yeah>. you on. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, we start off with our hot take. So Rainy, do you want to start off with the hot take that we came up with together? Yes. And this is a really controversial one. Um, Hopefully there won't be too much fighting. Um, (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) So I will give my opinion. I actually want to hear your guys' opinions first, but I just want to know Team Gail versus Team PETA. I'm so nervous to say it. No. <laughs> Team I know I'm nervous too. Okay. I'll just put it out there. <laughs> out there for everyone. <laughs> right. um, this might sound boring, but uh, I'm a bit more like kind of split. I think I might lean a bit more towards the Team PETA side. When I first read the books when I was younger, I was 100% in, in for PETA. I couldn't yeah. stand Gail. But now you're in the middle. Now I I understand Gail's situation. I'm a bit more sympathetic to Gail's situation, but do you um, understand Gail's yeah. situation or do you understand Gail's abs? That's what I want. That was hard for me. That was hard for me when the movies came out. I mean, I'm I, I'm sorry. I I spaced off for a second, remembering that he was six foot three, and I was like, oh. <sighs> um, yeah, that might have something to do with it. Um. Yeah, I caught you red-handed. Yeah. <laughs> so I just finished rereading the books, like gosh a couple months ago maybe and because I was originally team PETA and not much changed because after reading the books after re-watching the movies I am still just like a thousand percent team PETA and a lot of it is I think Gil is a little how do I put this slimy <laughs> he's he's a little slimy like he was willing and and Kettis talks about this it's when they're about to explode the nut like um and he's like well what does it matter if we end up winning if we lose a bunch of like random lives where she's like I'm trying to preserve as many lives as possible and he ends up being a part of the reason spoilers that Prim dies so Mm -hmm. um 
which okay honestly if you don't know that by now even if you've never read the books like, <laughs> it's been like, <laughs> are you under a rock 10 years like, 12 years. <laughs> so sorry but it's just like I the fact that he had a part of it and even in the book because I couldn't remember I know he does this in the movie he kind of just walks around it and I couldn't remember from the books but then when I went back and I reread the books he also just kind of walks around he's like I don't know if I like like, yeah, I was a part of the plan that ended up killing Prim, but like, I don't know that you could consider me like the person who killed her, but ultimately that's not what Katniss wanted anyway, because this plan ended up killing a lot of just like innocent people, which is not yeah. what she wanted at all. Mm-hmm. And I just think they were kind of on two different lines their whole life. Like they understood each other hunting and as friends, but not more than that. And I don't know that he works as just like a potential partner for her especially after some of the the other sides of himself that started showing up also also he's a little bit of a pick me boy and uh, yeah we yeah. we yeah. don't we don't do pick me boys yeah. Seems like so sli- slightly entitled <laughs> slightly. yeah i i feel like um if if katniss had never been in the games and stuff and they just continue kind of having the connection they had at the beginning together they might have been able to have like something of a re- successful relationship yeah, but I feel yeah. like Gail, cl- Gail clearly didn't understand or like know how to handle the trauma that Katniss went through mm-hmm. and that was something I mean not only did she have in common with PETA because PETA went through it but even if PETA hadn't gone through something like that I feel like he still would have been more sympathetic for Katniss's situation and try to see things from her point of view and ultimately try to figure out how can I take care of you how can I help you well and I mean that that is like the ultimate reason she ended up choosing him in the end is she's like Gail cared about winning and like getting what he wanted and and getting that in the end whereas PETA was good with words and um and understanding people and she's like ultimately that's what I needed I needed somebody who could just help me process like my PTSD and and you know even without the games their lives in themselves were really traumatic like yeah. be starving and living in this like poverty area and stuff like that and so the fact that that PETA could be there for her and could like help her through that I think it ultimately ended up um being successful for him there is a mm-hmm. quote from the book where she talks about ultimately why she chose PETA and I cannot remember it for the life of me so uh as sometime after the podcast once this goes up I'll post it on our Instagram story so you guys can read it but it it's basically kind of what I said just articulated better yeah (laughs) but yeah he's he is he's the best for her in my opinion too I think I think they understand each other and their situations more. So I'm glad we're all on the same page or all hmm, this could have got really nasty. <laughs> right. I was yeah. trying to go through and find, I had a full Pinterest board back in the day. Oh yes. That was oh, dedicated nice. to, um, to hunger games. And uh, y'all, I was, I was obsessed with PETA and I was seeing if I had that quote but I don't think I have it on me but yeah I'm surprised I'll post it yeah yeah I'll start sharing some fun Hunger Games memes bring that back oh yes (laughs) let's bring back 2012 please so I do 
I do have a little bit of a question about that. When you guys read yes. the books, I don't know if you read the books before you saw the movies um, yes. back in the day. Um, wh- who did you imagine or like, what did you have in mind when you pictured PETA? Because for me, it wasn't anything like um, Josh Hutcherson, which I do think he did a great job. I'm not saying that to discredit mm-hmm. him at all, but this might sound silly, but I um, I imagined, um, you, I, did you guys ever see the Disney show Sunny with a Chance? Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sterling the McKen- Knight. Yeah. Sterling Knight. I yeah. imagine him as Tina. <laughs> it was one of those yeah. things where I was like, it's not, you know, it's not great, but like it worked with the description. I was like, he did a good job in That's my true. imagination when I read it. So good for Yeah. Him. No, I definitely didn't imagine him to be so petite. Yeah. Mm, short. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Our short boy. Yeah. But Our short I mean. King. <laughs> We love a short king. Yeah. <laughs> no, and you know what? You're right, Caitlin. I so to me, Josh Hutcherson, if he was just taller and maybe like actually blonde and not just hair mm-hmm. kind of poorly dyed blonde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I think he could have been kind of Sterling Knight-esque as well. So I totally agree. Like that's that's what I pictured too. I mm-hmm. I think his build, like his actual build, not his height, but his his build is what I pictured for PETA. Just kind of yeah. more bulky. Obviously, if he's throwing flour all day, like probably a little fit. But, and and I appreciate, I think PETA, sorry, not PETA. I think that Josh Hutcherson did an incredible performance of PETA though. I think mm-hmm. he really nailed that character and his like, his softness down. Yeah. And as much as I want to say that I would want a bad boy, I like a soft boy that would make me yep. cookies. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. <laughs> I take yeah. any day. No, it's, it, it makes sense. It's one of those things where, like, you know, sometimes it's fun to have a bad boy when you just want to have like a casual, quick fling. But like, yeah, a soft boy, you want to come home at the end of the day because he's gonna like help take your coat off and be like, "How was your day, babe?" You know, That's like, so sit cute. down. I've got dinner tonight, and it's one of those things that you know. The sometimes the older I get, the more I'm like, "Is that still?" Is that still that, thing, that, right? That, that's like, a, that's uh, a thing, right? <laughs> it's real, isn't it? It's gonna happen one day. <laughs> I hope Logan's listening, so Haley can be yeah. treated right. <laughs> he always feels so attacked when we when we mention his name. He's like, "Hmm, what are you gonna say about me this week?" No. <laughs> We're telling him to have manners, be a gentleman. Be a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Kaylin, how's what, how about you? What's your hot take? Okay, so I've actually had this discussion with a friend of mine recently, but, but my hot take is Christmas Day, the rest of it after the presents are open is actually one of the most boring days of the year. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Because yeah. it's one of those things where you're like, you feel this pressure that you should be having a good time because it's Christmas and stuff, but like everything's closed. You know, everybody, you know, you probably got up early for the present. So everybody's just kind of tired and doing their own thing. You mm-hmm. really just like, what do you do all day? And just stare at each other. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, I, and it's one of those, th- those things too, like the older you get, the more you're like, okay, yeah, this is boring. Because when you're a kid and you get like a fun toy or something for Christmas, you're set for mm-hmm. the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember when we first got the, like when the Wii first came out and we got that for Christmas that year, like, yes. no, we were, oh my gosh, we were a while and we were just having so much fun. We, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I, there was this uh, i think it was like the wii party pack game or something and um th- there was this one game it was like a tank game and you could like shoot at each other and then you could also lay a bunch of bunch of mines if you pressed a or something and my sister and i we would go through and just like spam a and just like try to trap each other in the mines but then you end up accidentally <laughs> blowing your own tank up and you know a lot of fights breaking out and, you know it's but <sighs> but yeah there's like a period at least like the past couple of times that I've been home for Christmas, like after everything's done, everybody just kind of like goes off and goes to their rooms for a bit. And I'm like, okay. I'm bored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that is true. I feel like I've even gone to the movies on Christmas a couple of times with my family where mm-hmm. we're just sitting around and it's like, so uh, <laughs> what do we do now? <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess the movies are open because nowhere else is open. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I think I, I think the first time we went was when Marley and me was out like mm-hmm. back in I think middle school and there there were maybe like three or four other families there and we were like huh well I guess if we're ever bored again on Christmas day we'll just come out to the movies and do that out. I totally agree I think Christmas day is so boring and that's because so like my family I don't know if you guys' families do this our Christmas party with my whole family is Christmas Eve. And so it's just like this massive, huge party. We're like having so much fun. We're like playing games, da, 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 da. And then the next morning we open gifts. And I was going to bring that up, Kaylin, that like we don't open up any sort of fun. Like like sometimes we might open up a fun gift that will keep us entertained for the rest of the day or whatever. But most of the time it's like, I don't know, like a cooking gear or something. <laughs> you're like, what do I do with this? Yeah. yeah. You get like a so, pack of socks and you're like, these are great, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Not gonna just sit there all day and be like socks. Well, you're like socks, fully dressed well. in your new, like, outfit that you got. Like, great, I got a sweater and jeans. Am I just gonna sit around the house in my brand new outfit? Admiring yourself all day, yeah. maybe. <laughs> and so like so then you get to the next day and something we'll do is we'll go around to like my extended family and go look at what they got for Christmas. And so sometimes that takes up a little more time, but then after that, it's just dead. And I think part of that, there's two problems with it. Everybody gets Christmas day off, which in a way is great. But then at the same time, it's like, I kind of wish everybody got Christmas Eve off. Cause that seems to be the more hype day of the year. Yeah. And then the other thing is it's all of this like anticipation and excitement and you're doing like all of the festivities throughout December. So by the time you actually get to Christmas and none of those festivities even matter anymore. And it reminds me a lot of this podcast I was listening to where they were talking about Black Friday and how Black Friday Mm. used to be this really hyped event. It used to be this massive thing that everybody would wait for. Mm -hmm. But then companies started making Black Friday throughout the whole week to the point that Black Friday isn't really hyped anymore because it's just like, how do I say this without sounding racist? Black week? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and now it's like become even a month now. I yeah. Like. Yeah. And so that's, that's the thing is Christmas is not on Christmas. Like when you watch Christmas movies or maybe a long time ago, it used to be, you'd go watch the lights. You would go Christmas caroling. You'd do all the cooking and the baking mm-hmm. and you'd do all of that over those two days. But with consumerism and marketing and all of that stuff, it's kind of just spread throughout the whole month to the mm-hmm. point that Christmas day is legit kind of a letdown because you've already done everything, done everything that used to be reserved for Christmas. Yeah. Well, with that, so where do you guys stand on decorating for Christmas? When is the appropriate time to start decorating? Um, or do you feel strongly about it? 
I I don't have super strong feelings about it unless it's yeah. like really out there. Like I had an aunt who wouldn't take her decorations down until Valentine's Day, and I'm like, okay, Jennifer, that's a little much, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I. I feel like I usually wait until um, like December to start putting stuff Mm. up, which it's interesting here because like um, Thanksgiving's a really big deal back in Mm -hmm. the States, but in the UK, it's not as big of a, not as big of a thing. But like when I was at home and my mom would um, get things decorated, she had decorations that were specifically for Thanksgiving. So we didn't even really think about like putting Christmas decorations up earlier because we were like, no, it's like like this is the slotted time for the Thanksgiving decorations. Once December hits, then we can move on. And then um, usually after New Year's is when we would take the stuff down. So then when do people <laughs> out there start decorating for Christmas since? It depends, but um, there uh, people will decorate outside their houses more in December, but a lot of people will start putting up like some decorations or things inside the house in November because, okay. you know, they're, they're like, we Why might not? as well, usually after Halloween, you, you dig right into it. And some, sometimes people will even do it before Halloween. Cause again, Halloween really isn't as big here as it is in the States. Like, um, like some people kind of do it casually or like, you know, there are some clubs will hold like, you know, Halloween raves or things like that, but it's not mm-hmm. like as, as big of a thing. Yeah. This long winded way of me saying, uh, you know, December 1st to like January 1st ish. Okay. And sometimes just out of sheer laziness or whatnot, it'll extend like later into January where I'm like, Oh, I really gotta, I gotta take that down. I'll do it later. But what about you, Rainy? I feel like I'm kind of, I'm a little bit of the opposite. Like I will, I'll keep some decorations up because they don't feel like Christmas decorations. They feel like winter decorations. Oh. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. So, so I'll put away like, like I may get the Santas and the tree out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, probably around Thanksgiving. I'm I'm not like it has to be the day after Thanksgiving. I'm okay if it if it's before. Yeah. Um, but then after Christmas, I'll take down anything that's like actually Christmas related, but I'll mm-hmm. keep up maybe like the lights or trees, just stuff that's like winterish because January gives winter vibes. Yeah. And then probably towards the end of January, I'd probably take that down too. Um, my thing is, is I just think Christmas decorations and stuff are so pretty and like winter decorations mm-hmm. that I'm not, and I don't know about you guys, but as I get older, time just seems to fly by like oh yeah faster every single year so I kind of want to like extend that a little bit and just enjoy it a little more it just feels like so much work to have to take it down after literally 25 days right so I'll (laughs) kind of I'll kind of like leave stuff out um I haven't really done that in a long time because most of the time um either I'm living with roommates or at my mom's house or whatever but Mm -hmm. definitely once I have my own place it'll probably look something like that um I don't know. What about you, Haley? Uh, the past two years, I have started decorating the day after Halloween. <laughs> Ooh, fun! But Ooh, I didn't decorate. Yeah, I didn't decorate outside until after Thanksgiving, mostly because I spent a lot of money on real pumpkins that were outside of our door, and I was like, mm. I am not throwing these out <laughs> until they start to rot. So I was like, I'm keeping them here until after Thanksgiving because I spent a lot of money on them. <laughs> Oh, but my my, my tree was up by like November 5th or 6th just because it's pretty to look at and mm-hmm. it's pretty why yeah. not just have you know a couple extra weeks of joy 
five extra weeks of joy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we can go into thriving, not thriving. If everyone wants yes. to just quickly tell it. us how we're doing. Yeah. Um, Haley, see. you're first. Yeah. Okay. I'm first. <laughs> um, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> you know, thriving a little bit more than last week, no longer sick, feeling good, um, not thriving in the sense that um, our attendance clerk at school passed away on a mission trip on Monday, Aww. which was very Terrible. hard. And so it was a difficult week having to tell students and, you know, going through that whole grieving process with the entire school. But we have our holiday program coming up on Monday and we're doing a little memorial for her and we're dedicating the tree in the front office we're decorating with pictures of her and people can bring in ornaments that remind them of her and everything so it's been very nice to see how the community has really come together so a little, you know a little mix of both yeah let's good see. yeah what about you rainy so <laughs> i'm thriving i was telling kaylin and Haley about this right before we got on but uh mostly just from today um i well i got a couple of really cool christmas gifts and what we're going to do for you guys by the way um if you're listening on like apple spotify or whatever you can actually go onto our instagram and for this episode specifically we're going to post the whole video so you can actually like see our faces I don't know if you're like into that but so (laughs) I'll show my gifts because everyone will be able to see them but my friend my roommate slash friend she knitted me this Hufflepuff scarf she hand knitted all of this thoughtful it's so so pretty so I cried I collapsed I screamed throughout (laughs) everything um (laughs) and then she got me this like oven mitt which is all the houses <gasps> that's so Ooh. cool and okay. then she got me another couple oven mitts that are also hufflepuff so just awesome and then um <laughs> i think oh i'm trying to look for it where did it go um i think kaylin will appreciate this so i got a book from a white elephant exchange um the gift of therapy which is great this is something i love an open letter to a new generation of therapists and their patients so i really appreciate this but this is what i think you'll love they also gave me (laughs) i thought for a minute you were saying that's what i would love and i'm like okay yeah Oh, this is actually an intervention. <laughs> can't keep going you on know. like this. <laughs> you can't keep going on like this. We've been watching you closely. That's why we brought you on. Um, no, it was this. It's Freud's oral fixation lip balm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's genius. Oh, it have a flavor. Yeah. I think it's just like vanilla, but it says it's soft, kissable lips that are good for your ego. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's genius. I knew I you it. would appreciate this. <laughs> so, <laughs> here. So, I just say Freud fight on sight. I would <laughs> I would pummel that crusty old man into the pavement. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I heard, I don't even remember where I heard this, but I heard somebody talking about who they would want to meet in heaven, like after they die. 
And not that this person would be in heaven, but they had said that they would love to meet Freud in the afterlife. That way they could fight them immediately. And that would be you. I feel like you would do that. Oh, I would for <laughs> sure. Cause like, I don't know how much you know about like some of the stuff he said, but like, you know, he was very like, mm. his opinions yeah. of women really weren't great. So I'm, I'm like, well, you know, you're not going to take me seriously. Hopefully you'll take my fists seriously, buddy. Like, come on. <laughs> fight on site yeah so so yes we did that and then um kind of going back to what I said at the beginning uh I also had a scammer that's been messaging me and one of my favorite things to do in my past time is to actually message them back and just see how far I can take it so this person um we found out their fake company we did a reverse google image search we found out all the people that they had um fake messaged. I even messaged one of the people to see if they had actually got a message from her. Um, but this person never responded back. But yeah, I really I was doing some deep investigations. So if you guys have any funny like screenshots of like times that you were uh, talking to a scammer or something, please like send them to us. Um, I'll, I'll definitely post my messages from this one because I really, I caught this person in a lie and I caught them fast. So it was, it's pretty fun. I, I enjoy uh, leading them on. So <laughs> I'm thriving. I'm doing thriving. great. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Kaylin? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I'm thriving as much as that because that's top notch. You can't yeah. beat it. Thank uh, you. I'd say I'm thriving as far as um, uh, being able to go home soon for Christmas and stuff and just like being able to spend some time with friends and family. That's been great. But I'm also not thriving because I'm going to be going home soon for Christmas. So there's like the packing that goes on beforehand. (laughs) And I keep having nightmares that I'm like on the train to go to the airport and I've forgotten my passport. I and I, I keep oh, it just keeps me up. Sometimes I'll just wake up like, oh, no. But and then. Um, I'm also not thriving in the sense that I'm currently looking for a new place to live and it's just looking at stuff around here because I'll send inquiries or call people all the like all the time like hey this place would be great like there are so many uh, like places I found that like for me and my friends I'm like this would be perfect if we could just get somebody to talk to me like Mm -hmm. and they keep giving you the runaround I'm like I don't understand don't you want my money like I, I I basically have it here with a little bow on it like hi here's my money let me pay you (laughs) hi right here maybe my scammer friend knows somebody Ooh, (laughs) hook me up get in touch yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm sorry i do hope you find somewhere soon though so yeah if any of our listeners because uh the uk is actually one of our bigger demographics so if any of our listeners live in the uk hit us up well yeah yeah, hit kaylin up somebody (laughs) <laughs> we've got to find her yeah. a place to live so she's not on the street yeah so. it'll be good yeah my my lease here doesn't end till january 17th so i've okay. got i've got faith things will be fine yeah yes <laughs> good luck and don't forget to put your passport on your side table before you yes leave. um yeah make sure you have it yeah yes, thank you <laughs> yeah no that happened to my family before we went on a cruise for christmas my mom was in charge of bringing everyone's passports or whatever we needed whatever documentation and she forgot hers and no. the only way they let her go on the cruise with us was because my youngest sister had her name linked to her birth certificate on hand and the man just let my mom go. Wow. Oh. 
we were all there like uh we're not missing out on our christmas cruise because mom forgot her passport oh she remembered everyone else's yeah but hers oh, oh uh, that's terrible yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's time for us to take take a little break. Little thirst break. Um, I don't have any synonyms for today. I'm sorry. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm gonna let everyone down today. Oh, I was gonna. Say, <laughs> I was gonna say fine by me. Um, <laughs> so everyone just less awkward. <laughs> less awkward for Kaylin. Um, <laughs> for our guest. So yeah, everyone just get your water, hydrate. And we'll be back soon. All right. Welcome back. I hope you all have uh, quenched your thirst, got your water intake. I don't know. Insane. Um, we are going to hop into questions. And when we have guests, we like to typically do questions that are just a little more fun. Uh, this first one, however, is a little controversial too. And Kaylin has said that she has many thoughts on it. So I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read the question and I'm gonna let Kaylin go off. Oh, yeah. And then we'll 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 respond. <laughs> Because I'm very curious what she has to say. So this question came from Anonymous and it says, I know this is more of a hot take, but what are your thoughts on parents that kiss their kids on the lips? I know some of them do it while they're young, but I've seen some adults or teen kids still kiss their parents on the mouth. So go off. Let's hear this. I think it's weird. <laughs> I just, I, it's something that I, I don't know, which the thing is when you say it's weird in a setting like that, like I, when, when they're kids, I can kind of get it a little bit more. And, but if you say like, oh, I'm not comfy with the people are like, oh, no, you're the one that's putting an inappropriate view on it. You're the one that's viewing it as something more than it is. But I'm like, it just, it just weirds me out. Like you can show your affection in another in another way like you could you don't have to kiss your four-year-old on the mouth or something you can you know give them a kiss on the forehead give them a kiss on the cheek like give them you know give them a nice hug you don't have to do that I I just affectionate one (laughs) I know because I've 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 seen people or I've been like friends or roommates with people in the past that have you know but that like will do this kind of stuff like with their nieces and nephews and I'm like Mm -hmm. "Um, they'll kiss them not my thing yeah on the mouth yeah oh wow yeah i i know it's it, which it's it's something where like you know they they definitely view it as like it's it's definitely more of an innocent thing on their yeah, part yeah yeah those things where i'm like i don't i don't like it i don't know the silence after Haley asked that was pretty loud <laughs> i guess Slip i've never mouth? seen <laughs> i've never seen people do that with nieces and nephews well I, they, they're I've very yeah but very yeah. close family but yeah even if you're close, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, See, like that's a little too close. So when I was little, I actually did kiss my dad on the mouth, like till I was probably six, seven years old. And I remember the reason it stopped is because I started to feel uncomfortable. I was seven years old and I was already like, I don't know how much I like this. Right. Yeah. And so I don't know. I think there's something internally that tells you like, yeah. this isn't my favorite like even babies and stuff I don't I don't know I just I can't kiss them on the mouth I feel weird about it it's like yeah like no. you said their forehead or their cheek or something is fine or like I'll blow bubbles on their tummy or whatever but that's oh yeah 
Not on the mouth. <laughs> well, have have you guys seen the video or picture of Tom Brady kissing his 11 year old son? If not, I have oh. it pulled up. No, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. Mm. That. Mm, I feel like the more we go, mm, the more we have our answer for how we feel about that. Yeah, it's a it's a no for me. There's no like good comfortable situation, you know, is like sounded by. Mm, yeah, no. The silence again is so deafening. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no. here's here's my question for you then, Kaylin, because you're living in Europe right now, and mm-hmm. I know in some countries in Europe, especially like France, you know, like mm-hmm. they do kisses on the cheeks with their friends and sometimes on the lips. What about the? Do you ever see that? Like I know you're in a different part of Europe, um, but I don't know. I feel like England is almost a little bit more of a rare case as in English people are just known to be very standoffish and mm-hmm. stuff. So I don't see a whole lot of that kind of thing. Um, in the past, I, I went to Italy once um, when I was in high school and um, you know, our tour guide, like, you know, when he was saying goodbye to all of us, cause he'd been with us the whole trip did the, you know, like the quick, you know, kiss, kiss on each, mm-hmm. each side. It's something um, like, I feel like is more common in, in other parts, but yeah, in England, especially in London, it's, you know, kind of a joke to, or kind of a running joke that people are very sort of like standoffish. Like there's mm-hmm. a, there was a like comedy bit I saw a while ago, like a northerner has terrified Londoners by saying hello to people. And everyone's <laughs> like, why are you, why are you talking to me? Why are you looking at me? Which, uh, you know, and especially like I've, uh, you know, been on dates with some like English boys and stuff now. And it's very, it is very kind of standoffish. And it's funny because like, you'll be like, okay, things aren't really going anywhere. He's not showing interest. And he's like, how could you not tell that I was like obsessed with you this whole time? And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, you didn't, really you? He's like didn't you see the way I looked at you? And I'm like, well, what? Like that? Like, <laughs> like, like, like the kind of look you have when you're on the bus and you're just trying not to like make eye contact with other people. He's like, didn't you see the way I looked at you? I'm like, that's the, like, that's the same way I look at like the, um, at like, you know, the DNA testing poster that they have up on the, like the station wall. There's nothing big about that. Like, <laughs> the same look when you're walking down a hallway and there's a stranger and you just happen to make eye contact so you do that weird little smile where you're like oh, yeah <laughs> I love it I love that smile I'm, oh, I don't know if you heard the sirens in the background but some more just went by they're coming to arrest me for my bad opinion Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, they're here to sponsor us the sirens yeah <laughs> NHS NHS but yeah no I saw things somebody made masks of like that you know the little like awkward smile you do when you see somebody really that's how the British boys show you that they like you Caitlin they just just that mm. just like mm. <laughs> I had one guy actually do finger guns once and I was like oh he's into me oh, oh. <laughs> it's a little too a little too sexy. I know I was, like, I was like sir down. slow down I'm not ready for that kind of commitment yet <laughs> we're gonna be married tomorrow <laughs> well speaking of marriage let's say you've got this significant other and you're finally meeting their family for the first time you go into their home and he kisses his parents on the mouth what do you do what are you thinking i would stand there just like with that same smile i would stand there with that same smile just in the background like and he's just fully <laughs> out with his mom <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, wait you s- is it kissing or making out because there's a huge difference oh yeah me. no if he's like, using tongue with his mother <laughs> okay yeah no I'm if done. it's yeah if it's like full-on make out i'm already out the door i've been i'm running down the street like <laughs> There's I'm no clutching. zero redemption. I'm blocking everyone I know. I'm moving to another state. This isn't, yeah. Just, just, 
just a little peck, but so much so that like even on your wedding day, like there are pictures of them kissing. No. Just no. a little like, I just love my boy. I'm going to have to give that an Australian nar. Oh, nar. I I can't I can't do no. that. That's that's terrible. Okay. And if my oh especially if it's like somebody I don't know, like if a stranger were to come up to me and start kissing me like cheek to cheek or whatever, I I'd back off immediately. I'd be like, that's too much. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is where I'm confused. And I was just thinking about this a little earlier. So Because we know that kissing is a form of intimacy, right? And most of the time, like, especially in American cultures, if you kiss, that usually means that you're like dating or married or whatever. So when you start doing that with your family, it like starts to cross those boundaries, you know? And so then it's like, what's the difference between your husband and a friend and a family member? There, There just isn't one. And to me, kissing always like separated the two. (laughs) and so when you start kissing your family members it's like is there any difference at that point yeah besides um after marriage relations but (laughs) the wham bam thank you man if you will the wham bam (laughs) (laughs) pounding it out yeah no I uh, (laughs) so so I I just don't think that there's any difference there at that point I don't know yeah what do you guys think no no just no yeah it's you know it smells funny to me no it smells funny (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i guess those are my opinions um i'm ready to move on if you yeah 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 okay okay well speaking of uh kissing and intimacy and dating question two uh you know i was surprised that uh sam who submitted this question mentioned her name so sam's 24 pronouns she her and she asks have you ever done something embarrassing on a date how did you bounce back from it and then she goes on to share a story so i sneezed last night on a date and farted at the same time (laughs) I was mortified and didn't have anything to say, so I pretended it didn't happen. We have mutual friends, so I'm sure he went back and told everyone. Sam, I, wow, I'm sorry that happened. Um, And that you didn't say She's saying she's mortified, but then she gives us her name, her age, and her pronouns. Like, what? Send us your social security number, your credit card information. Yeah, like your mother's maiden name and the name of your first pet. Like, right? Stuff. She's like, but don't tell anyone. Yeah. So, have you ever done something embarrassing on a date? Oh, yeah. Every date I'm on, yeah, embarrassing myself. Like, but is there a specific moment in mind? Like something that still mm. haunts you occasionally at night. Sounds like you might have something, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> I have one thing. I don't, I mean, it is embarrassing. I totally cried on a date. <laughs> oh no. It was um, after a big breakup. A couple months later, I was back in Rexburg. And I think it was on like my second date with this guy. And we were over at his apartment. And like out of nowhere, I just got really sad about my ex. Oh. I just started crying. And my date was just like there, there. And I'm just like sobbing to this stranger. It's terrible. 
But surprisingly enough, I think we went on like a couple more dates and then did you? Yeah, I <laughs> left I left my purse like either at his apartment or his car. And I was like, I don't really want to see him again, but like I need my purse. And it took him like three or four days to actually <laughs> respond about getting me my purse. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Just wanted to tell him, like, um, I'm very sorry for what happened that night. <laughs> No, I'm not interested in dating you, but also like, let's just forget about that little meltdown I had. (laughs) Well, at least you showed him what emotions are, you know? Yeah. You prepared him for Mm -hmm. the next woman to come along. Oh yeah. He was engaged like a month later to someone. Yeah. I think, I think the only like embarrassing thing I've ever had happen, uh, and I don't know that it was necessarily embarrassing to because it's also like you know consent that kind of stuff so it's not like super embarrassing now that I think about it but I did try to hold the guy's hand once and he like slid out and like kept walking forward oh no (laughs) (laughs) and it was like on the way into a dance and everybody else was like peeing arms and holding hands and so I was like oh my gosh it'd be so cute if we did that and then he was like bye and then I tried to I think I had tried to do it again one more time on the way back out, which I should have learned my lesson, but I was in high school and I can't even say it. The song, all the other kids came on and you could hear it. And so instead of being all cute and like romantic with me, he was like, did you know the song's about a school shooting? (laughs) I was like, wow. Really Wait a minute. I'll stop in the blow yeah. of the rejection by casually uh-huh. bringing up gun violence. Like- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god! It's like he really liked the romance into the night, you know? <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Wow, um, that's so romantic." Yeah. See, the thing is, Sam, I did not bounce back from it because I'm still hurting a little internally. <laughs> but I guess the the best thing kind of like what we're doing now is just laughing about it and just realizing that you're not the only person that has embarrassing things happen I'm sure much much worse has happened on dates and I'm sure other people have farted on their dates too (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything different or wrong with it I just it's a human reaction you're you're nervous your body was just reacting whatever um so I I would say just take it with a grain of salt he may and maybe you thought he noticed and he may not have noticed at all um so I don't know embarrassing stuff happens for human I I (laughs) doubt he would have told his friend group though yeah no that would be kind of a jerk move it might like and it's one of those things like if he even really completely registered it and focused on that the whole night because honestly it's probably something that I would like have a little chuckle about with the person during the date if it happened Mm -hmm. and then I would like move it forward like because it clearly wasn't something where you were like intentionally trying to fart in front of him like you know (laughs) yeah want to know what you're you're getting at like I want to know what I can do (laughs) yeah I'm a woman of many talents But also, I kind of feel like, if anything, if it were a guy who did it on the date, it would be the girl to go back and tell friends. Yeah. Because I feel like we go back and we talk about our dates. Oh, yeah. But guys just don't, unless I'm, unless I'm not, like, meeting or, like, friends with 
the the kind of guys that would do this I just I don't know any guys that do this like they might come back and be like yeah it was cool and he's like actually in love with her but he just doesn't say a word (laughs) I mean if you think back to our friend group in college like yeah yeah it's like the British boy thing all over again how was the date swell swell I'm gonna marry this woman (laughs) he's like very swell really so it's getting serious like (laughs) I gave her finger guns (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh what was hilarious is um the like when that uh finger gun thing happened so i I don't know if you guys have ever read like webtoons before but there's this one called laura olympus it's the story of like hades and persephone and it's actually really (laughs) good it's super cute and um there's this bit where like they're having a serious conversation persephone's like you know they're both completely in love at this point or whatnot but just no one's really said anything and so she's like she's finger guns (laughs) at one point like okay and then so i had you know i had asked him out and i was we were like solidifying our stuff and he was like you know checking his calendar he's like everything should be good and he's like all right that'll be fun and he did finger guns and i was like hey this oh, is yeah. like and i was like he might be into me <laughs> you're like i'm back at you <laughs> <laughs> and bring it back <laughs> the romance is untouchable i know <laughs> one day at our wedding we would like finger gun each other <laughs> instead of kissing yeah like- <laughs> you may now finger gun the bride I don't know if you guys were able to bounce back from your embarrassing stuff, but I, I just so. laugh about it now. Yeah. Um, it's nothing else you can do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess speaking of embarrassment, I was trying to find a segue. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of embarrassment. So question three is, do you look down on male members of the LDS church that do not serve a mission and females? And the reason we decided to ask this one is because Kaylin is also LDS. So we figured she'd be able to help us out, answer these kinds of things. Um, and the reason I use the term embarrassing is because I think people find it embarrassing if they come home early or if they don't serve or whatever. And I'll just, I mean, really, I can answer this simply no. I don't. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Like, uh, there have been some people that I've met that like either didn't go on missions or like came home early due to like medical or mental health reasons that are phenomenal people. And then I've known people that have served full full missions that are not, you know, good people. Like I've been on a date with, you know, some of the dates I've been on with guys that haven't served missions, they've been very respectful. And once I went on a date with a guy who had served a full mission, who like a week later got arrested for sexual assault. Like, yeah, so I... I feel like having that having that block up mentally of like, oh, you didn't serve a mission, you're not a good person, or you know, you have issues is just such a damaging mindset to have, not only for yourself, because you're limiting your ability to um like, you know, see potential in others, but you're mm-hmm. also like, you know, hurting them as well. So for instance, my dad is a convert. He joined the church when he was about 19 or 20 and he went to BYU for school. And there were times like, you know, women would refuse to to go on dates with him and stuff because he didn't serve a mission, even though he clearly like had a reason for why he didn't. And cause you know, and his money was going towards school at that point as well. And, you know, I mean, of course I'm going to look at him fondly because he's my dad, but like my dad is a very, like very hardworking, very nice and courteous courteous man Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I hate the idea that people would you know judge him on something like that yeah (sighs) that's like at school this past week uh we had to have a presentation on um like safety measures and being able to recognize that 
uh, child abusers could be anyone that you see. And it was really interesting to see the presenter show three different pictures of three different types of people and just to see the natural bias that kids already have about people. And they immediately thought that the one man sitting in a dirty apartment with dirty clothes, a messy room, um, unwashed hair, dirt on his face. And out of the three people, they said, oh, that's the only person in that picture that could be, you know, a child molester. Mm -hmm. And it was just interesting seeing that, that presentation, having that conversation with students about, well, at the end of the day, it's someone's actions that show you whether they're a safe person or not. So then they showed a slide with a hundred different people on it and you could see everyone in any path of life and any career and just saying, hey, any of these people are capable of being unsafe people and any of these people are capable of being safe people and it doesn't matter what they look like. So I think that that's where I come from when it, when it comes to whether or not people serve missions is having that badge does not necessarily make you a good person. It doesn't make you more righteous than someone. doesn't make you more deserving of something than someone else. Because just like Kaylin said, with my dating experiences, I was treated much more respectfully with the guys that I went on dates with that weren't even members of the church. Whereas like my more negative dates that I've had, they happen to serve missions, but they were not respectful of me, even though of course I had great dates with people that did serve missions, but that wasn't a defining, you know, feature. And I like that you kind of brought it out to um, being a member of the church or not being, because I think we can take it there. Uh, it's, it's so much more than serving missions or doing your ministering or like yeah. going to the temple or whatever. Like there's so many other requisites that this could fall under. Um, and I have some amazing friends like you guys who are members of the church and I just love and appreciate both of you so much. And then I have amazing friends as roommates who are just like some really incredible people. And a couple of them are like, well, one of them's like less active. One of them kind of comes to church with me sometimes we don't whatever and then two of them aren't actually three of them aren't members at all and they are just like some of the most incredible and kind people I've ever met but then you know I've had other friends or other situations where they were members and they're some of the hardest people for me to be around or it got really toxic or things like that and so I just don't know that you can use religion as a premise whether somebody is like a good or a bad person I think it's more um, how do they use that religion and how do they like, how are they as a person aside from that? Or, you know, like our religion teaches us to be Christ-like and to serve and to like help others and, you know, stuff like that. And so if you look at that, are people doing that? Are they not? Are they doing it for the attention and just to say that they like serve somebody and they did something good or are they just genuinely a really good person? Um, I think that's where you have to base it off of. I just... I don't think anybody is as black and white as you didn't serve a mission. So you suck. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it's just, it's not that way at all. And I'll be honest, I served my mission. I left 10 days after I turned 19. That is just, I was still so young and immature and I have changed so much since then. Your brain isn't even fully developed till like 25, 26 years old. So yeah, I would not base it off of that one little factor. And I don't think I would ever look down on somebody for not serving or for serving. I know. I almost wonder so, uh, who, who submitted the question 
and Mm -hmm. why, you know, I'm wondering if they're feeling like they're looked down or maybe this is someone who knows that we're members and they're familiar with the church. And they're just wondering what our input is. So, yeah, Uh, actually, Mm -hmm. I wondered that too. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something, Kaylee? Oh, no, I was just nodding in agreement. Because I'm like, yes, these are these are good points. I agree. Yeah, (laughs) Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I think you made a a good point there too, Haley. Like, is the person who asked this, is this because you're also be, are you being looked down on for Mm -hmm. something like this? Or are you wondering that because you're going to like date or marry somebody who hasn't served a mission if they'll be looked down on. I don't know. Um, but I would say even if you're surrounded by people who do, just because somebody else makes a decision or treats somebody a certain way doesn't mean that you have to. And so, you know, use your own uh judgment call there I I would say yeah use your own judgment call to not judge (laughs) yeah and if there's someone in your life that chooses to look down on you for that decision then that's not someone that needs to be a part of your life because if that you know if they're gonna put that standard on you or that expectation then that's their choice that's their choice and they kind of suck for doing it yeah (laughs) (laughs) so I think that's it unless there's anything else you guys want to add no that went by so quickly. Yes, yeah, I did. know. It went by fast. <laughs> and thank you so much for joining us, Kaylin. We had a ton yeah. of fun having yeah. you on. Thank you guys so much for having me. It, it, again, it, it didn't even feel like, you know, a task or anything big. It just felt like hanging out with girlfriends for a bit. So I really, I really oh. enjoyed myself. Thank you. That's what it felt like to us too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. Yay. <laughs> so if you guys enjoyed having Kaylin, I'm sure we would love to have her on again at some point. So that would be really fun. Uh, Kaylin, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners where they can find you? Yeah, sure. Uh, obviously, my podcast is a little bit uh, more different than this because I have, um, you know, it's a little bit more like educational based. Not that this isn't educational. I, I learned very, you know, very important things from from your guys' podcasts and stuff. About kissing your siblings yeah. on the list. Kissing, finger guns, all that kind of good stuff. But um <laughs> but yeah, so um my podcast is called Tea Time Thoughts. You can find it pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts. I actually found I have a lot of people that listen to Google uh, or listen to my podcast through Google Play and I was like oh. uh, okay. Oh. Didn't realize I was, you know, a podcast for a bunch of losers, but all right. <laughs> I'm ki- I'm kidding. Please don't leave. Please don't leave. I need you guys. I'm kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> Only losers listen to Google Play. <laughs> no, it was just it. No, it was just something something I found funny because I was like Google Play. I have never talked to anybody that like you know uses that kind of stuff. But if no. it works, you know, the, someone out there is probably like it works really well. Don't judge it. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. she just offended uh, we, you you, you know, just lost we, all your google play i know we just especially we just preached like not being judgmental and i'm like if you have google play no. you're a loser yeah get on um, spotify get on my level <laughs> it's okay so yeah tea time thoughts wherever you listen to podcasts google play or not and then um i also I, i'd say i'm pretty active mostly on my instagram just because i like to share you know, funny things that I find here and there. So Tea Time Thoughts podcast. And then I also have a YouTube channel where I've been uploading my um, episodes as well, just because sometimes people, if if they have difficulty like reaching it with certain country blocks, you can get, you can reach there too, just Tea Time Thoughts podcast. And I'm hoping one day kind of branch into like doing more like historical commentary or funny videos, things kind of like that. So hopefully something like that will happen soon. You can stay tuned and find out more, but yeah. Thank you guys so much for having yeah. me. This was great. 
Thank you. You have been so great. And I promise, like, Kaylin is so smart. It's it's well worth your listen. Like, <laughs> it is well worth your listen. Like, don't leave us, but also listen to her. Like, do both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. do you want to say it, Haley? I'll let you um, say it today. Happy hashtag not thriving Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be back next week with should we should we announce what we're doing? yeah you're you're already we don't have to keep it well just a little bit we'll give them a little just a little little okay yeah well we'll be doing a little holiday themed episode christmas little christmas episode yeah little christmas yeah it'll come out right before Mm -hmm. christmas so we're excited yes so you can be on the lookout for that um we'll we'll be posting christmas week as well and uh thank you again to everybody who's been listening who supported us. We've loved having all these new followers. If you know of anybody who you think would just enjoy this podcast, please reach out to them. You can share this video on Instagram because we'll obviously be posting the whole thing. Anywhere that you can review us, we would love some reviews. Yeah. That way we can reach more listeners. That helps Even a lot Even if it's too. on Google, like we're desperate. Even so. if it's on Google, we'll take the losers. <laughs> <laughs> we're desperate. <laughs> so we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>